That's right, they're playing video games for money. And I'm definitely not gonna let uh, Mass Effect in my house. The level of violence on video games. It might be hazardous to physical and mental health. Pokemon world is a world of the demonic. Then there's the argument that video games can be art. They're a world phenomenon. Welcome to Hit Point Pals, where we gather once a week to talk about the games we're playing and dive into some of the big picture ideas going on in the gaming and pop culture world. I'm your host, William Suit, and I'm joined today by Caleb Warwick. Hello. And Travis Lean. What's up, gamers? What is up, gamers? Indeed. We are, uh, you know, the 4th of July just happened. How patriotic are you gamers feeling? Uh, this 4th of July was lame. <laughs> Usually there's I like mean, so many fireworks around me, but just, yeah, everyone was super it wasn't, tired. It wasn't lame for for our great president who who pulled out all the stops oh, from absolutely. what I heard. Getting political uh, already, huh? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I felt, yeah, I felt this fourth wasn't very exciting. Uh, I, I mean, I don't usually do much anyway, but uh, the day after, as in like when we were recording this, I uh, felt extremely low energy like all day. Um, yeah. So like I had half the day off yesterday, uh, the second half of the day, I guess I should specify. Oh, cool, cool. And then it just felt very strange to go back to work for one day. So I, I was not quite sure what day it was most of the day. Same, but I didn't have work until like, I don't have work until Monday. I got like Wednesday through Monday off. So I, I guess just my, t my sense of time is distorted this week. I thought today was Thursday. I'm all um, goofed up. Speaking of time distortions, I was playing the Outer Wilds yesterday for a while. That's that's what I was I was making good use of the time off. Um, when I realized I had left the groceries in my car. Oh <laughs> shit! Your eggs. I, I'm no. I'm just. I'm very curious what people's opinions are on uh, what wh what is the acceptable amount of time to leave the groceries in the car? Wasn't it like three days? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Probably like. Uh, <laughs> Well, what did you buy? I think some things yeah. you can just go, oh, shoot, it's in my car, and then go well, get it. Well, like, I, I had a few perishable things. Um, what were they? I had, a thing of, I had a thing of hummus, and I had a thing of, hmm. uh, like, chicken salad. How, and okay, I, well, those oh, okay, two items so I'm not so I, sure about. No, no, yeah. I, I know, and I, I went on the internet, and I looked. It seemed like the consensus was, like, ah, two, two hours, probably bad. I had left them there for three hours. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, I went ahead and I just brought them in anyway, and I <gasps> ate some of the chicken salad fine. earlier today. So it's if whatever. I like start to die at some point, I'll know what caused it. But I didn't. I wasn't too. <laughs> I wasn't too sure to chicken at salad. Some point, Sixty years from now, you're like that fucking hummus. <laughs> <laughs> God, He's like growing a third arm. That's yeah, what I it does it for you. That goddamn chicken salad. I knew it. Yeah. Also, the lady, um, the lady who who gave me my grocery delivery, um, she had asked like. Uh, so ha how's your fourth of july or whatever like happy fourth of july how's your how's your holiday going and I, of course i just said you know it's going good how's yours and she she you know she said like oh I, i'm working and we both did the ha ha ha, ha you know oh, yeah, oh yeah. no that sucks and then um and then i think i and then i said like but at least you you get paid more right and she was like no no oh, shit <laughs> like she not like she was offended know. or anything but just kind of like like oh like oh how little you know sir yeah <laughs> about the inner workings of walmart and, she, and then she told me at walmart you only get christmas off that is your only holiday off yeah <laughs> like, walmart's walmart's pretty shitty huh? walmart's wow. pretty shitty to its employees 
That's whatever. That's how they keep those prices low. I know. <laughs> Big <laughs> like, yikes. Don't steal. That's how we keep our prices low. It's actually we steal from our employees. <laughs> Big Walmart. Big Walmart. Speaking of corporations, um, The Outer Worlds, uh, that game from the guys who made New Vegas from Obsidian. And South Park uh, Sick of Truth. Very true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, from what we've seen of The Outer Worlds, it looks like it'll have a lot to say about corporations and all yes. of that from especially the um the reveal trailer oh yeah um but apparently in, in a recent article uh the the, the co-director of the outer world said that the game will be political but not politically charged now if any listeners uh would like to decipher that for me by all means please tw tweet this code to me because i don't know what that means <laughs> that literally means nothing yeah, it's oh, it'll be political, but it won't be politically charged. Well, what, but then begs the question of okay, so What's what is motive? political, and what is political, and when does political become politically charged? Well, that's interesting, Caleb. What's what's their motive? So is is this you're asking like what is their their motive of the game developers in? No, no, no. Like, I, in the game, essentially, because like oh, what's their oh, I see. So like, you anything could be political. Literally anything. And like almost all of like the, our values and morals and stuff go into the category of like political, right? So it's like, see, I've always thought like I, I I've always thought like the in terms of like the technical term for the word political, I thought that related directly to matters of government. But it seems like the definition people like the way people use it nowadays is like anything relating to any social matters. Well, I you could technically um keep it under government too. It's like if there is a government there and there is a problem that needs to be fixed it's it's technical term essentially could still be political right so. I, I guess yeah it's kind of like yeah like i'm kind of with travis like when i thought political i thought like yeah it's it's govern government governance related things but then i guess maybe the reason that like we're hearing it a lot right now is because there's a lot of things going on with like social issues actual there's a lot of stuff. there's a lot of things going <laughs> there's on there's a lot of things well I, I hey if you want me to summarize it i can't do that but like and it's it's so closely tied to like a legislation and stuff right now that like i don't know how you could separate those for people right now exactly that doesn't make sense i guess i guess it also sort of makes sense too how they would want to kind of separate themselves in general from like just that side of the world <laughs> that side of so like you know they got gaming and stuff but i mean i guess in a sense like um i don't know from my past experiences with gaming a lot of like politically or quote unquote what would be considered politically charged games have come across like really intriguing i mean there's some that might have kind of been eh, but in the past anyways I'm just interested by the fact that from what we've seen from like the reveal of the outer worlds, like it's just this kind of like corporate future where these outer colonies are like dominated by corporatism. Uh, and it, it like portrays that as like a pretty is, is like a comically like how could anybody let it get this far kind of thing. Mm. And then the co-director says, yes, the game will be political. But it won't be politically charged. Well, I don't know about that. Like, yeah, you've just shown us like these evil corporations and all that. And now you're saying, no, 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 no. It's not politically charged. Mm. It's like, I wow, think what, um, what are you guys saying? I, I like I just I love seeing that just the angry gamers on the Internet 
And when they make declarations like, I don't like this game because it is political. Or like when they tweet at developers and say like, please keep your personal politics out of your games. Because then I just get a picture of like, oh, this is like, and it's generally, you know, the far right MAGA crowd. And it's, I just get this picture of, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very sensitive gamer. And when uh, ideas are brought up in my entertainment product that I do not align myself with, I get very upset. I just um, also like how... I, I, and, like, oh, sorry, the way yeah. that developers... Sorry. The way that developers, like, respond usually ends up in one of two camps, and it's like... Well, okay, I guess three, if you count, like, a non-response, which, in my opinion, is probably the best response to not just give... Acknowledge. <laughs> any, right, mm-hmm. not to give any of these idiots any sort of acknowledgement, but, like... But, I like, I get... Like, I, I, I say that, but also, like, I get where people are coming from, because I, I think it can be kind of jarring to go into something where you're not, like maybe you don't have any background knowledge of the product or I'm using the word product in a weird way. You don't have any knowledge of like what you're going into, whether it's a movie or a game or whatever. And if you're kind of like bashed over the head with ideologies, like I can see that being very obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can think of like, like, like many, many years ago when I was much younger, I watched, this is a great example. I think I watched the West wing and I really enjoyed that show. I think at the time, like a lot of the overt, like just like political grandstanding and and just just like dumping of information and and Aaron Sorkin's ideologies onto the viewers. I think at the time, like there were there were certain things and certain viewpoints in that show that I, that I like needed to hear. Just like not being super educated in that department, but like mm-hmm. looking back on that show now, like I would never say like, oh, go watch The West Wing, because that like that it's just not at all done in in a good way. And there are great games like The Last of Us that work in political ideologies. Yeah, in, exactly. Uh, in a very smart way that leave you with 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 a with a with a very long lasting impact on your takeaway from that game um mm-hmm. and i i like i like the last of us as an example especially because like um that's a that's a dire situation that humanity's put into and it shows that there's they could still withhold a government in that world so it's like um what's going to happen how is humanity going to act um within this government um when there's people literally being turned into zombies <laughs> and like I just think it's interesting with the whole dynamic between the fire, the fireflies, and like the actual government, um, and stuff like that, and how, I guess people would react to something like that in general, and I don't know. That's that's like my, um, that's a great example because like that's like my ideal type of like political, well, not just like you know, um, world-ending stuff, but like um, being able to show like the grand scheme. Your ideal of, politics are yeah. the apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so with the, there was a guy on Twitter. I I just have a an article pulled up from a while back about The Last of Us Part Two, which I'm very hyped for. But oh yeah. Um. So this guy on Twitter had had tweeted at the one of the uh, game directors or the the I should say the writer creator of the game. Um. And he said, uh, "The Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. Please try to keep your personal politics out of Part Two. Thank you very much." Just a completely unprompted <laughs> tweet, but um, but it's like uh, nobody director, asked you for your opinion, dude. Right? The director Neil Druckmann says, "No can do. Writers work off their views of the world. For example, the ending of The Last of Us is very much inspired by my personal politics." 
telling that this guy says the last of us is my favorite game of all time and i'm just curious like what element of the last of us made it your favorite game of all time because you clearly missed a lot of the greater messaging that this game was doing exactly and maybe just enjoyed i don't know the zombie shooting or something i'm i just i'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that statement and the sentence that follows it please keep the politics god damn it we could talk about this forever Sorry, Will, what were you saying? Uh, I, I'm just kind of thinking of, like, when you said, like, things that hit you over the head with a message, it's like... Sure, yeah. That, that, that like, barely gets to a person. Like, you, you just, you shut your mind off to it in a lot of cases. It's just, you're just being preached to, whereas, you know, if it's done really well, it's, like, mm-hmm. an integral part of the story and the experience as a whole. And I was just thinking of, like, you know, with movies, you've got good movies, you've got, like, bad movies, you've got movies that are just kind of like, meh, whatever... But then when you when somebody says like, um, like like Christian movie, you okay. automatically think I, I would assume most of us think negative things. You would mm. assume right in my case, I guess. Well, yeah, of like not, not not because and here's what I'm getting at: the movies aren't bad because they are Christian. Absolutely right. not. Like Prince of Egypt, that's a I love that movie. That's a beautiful animated movie. Definitely, yeah. The thing is, a lot of those Christian movies are like a sermon first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then the story comes the later. The West Wing is a yeah, sermon exactly. first and foremost. Yeah, exactly. Instead of the like, newsroom is a instead of making you like care about these characters in this world and having that message like within exactly. that, it's yeah. just like here's the message. By the way, here are some trappings so we can just like say, oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a game. Like, it, I I just think of that as like the worst way to just get anything across. But I don't know. Those companies seem to make a lot of movies, so. Well, when, those sermons are hit on DVD. When you're when you're within like one category, you know, one subgenre of a category, like it's a Christian movie, right? So it has mm-hmm. to have all the Christian values in it because it's a Christian movie, and that's the that's the most important part, right? So mm-hmm. you're gonna have to make an entire movie around that. Plus, you're gonna have to try to fit a story into it. So it, you're just kind of stuck. It's the same thing with like Christian music. It's just like mm. you're you're putting yourself into like a corner as like you could only have these certain aspects of it, but you can't like do anything else with it essentially. Like, um, rather than just have like or rate make like a a pop song and have like Christian undertones or something like that. So, but it, ha- it has to be a Christian song instead, rather than just a pop song. You know, so it's like it's kind of like that essentially too. So, um giving the message first the story later rather than um the actual story and having those messages between it when someone says that they don't like this game because of politics like actually right now i'm like blanking on a good example is like the only thing that's coming to mind is like wolfenstein or i guess a thing that comes up a lot is like people who are really uncomfortable with with like the, the the way that like queerness or like various gender identities have become better represented in games mm-hmm. and you get this kind of pushback from from the more conservative crowd who are like please keep your like keep your like gender politics out of out of my games like i don't i don't want to be able to i like they're offended by the very notion of being able to choose your preferred pronoun in a menu in a character creation menu um, i'm thinking of BattleTech right now but there are many many other uh examples of this um I don't remember where I was going with that. I'm sorry. No, it's it's totally fine. Um, it's just like I don't know. Maybe just because you're putting these things in the game now as an option, that they're like, 
Like, why, why is this in the game now? Like, why are you making my game political? And it's just an option in the game, which is kind of interesting. So the the Outer Worlds comment, uh, Leonard Boyarsky is the he's the uh, Obsidian's creative director, and he's a co-director on the project, I believe. Um, I am not like we said at the beginning. I don't quite understand what he means by it'll be political, but not politically charged. And he goes on to say that he wants to be very careful not to lecture players. He then adds, I like money, I'm not against capitalism, and in a lot of ways I'm happy with our society. And I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this because he was also a director on the original Fallout. He, here's what I'm getting. So the political but not politically charged, I still don't know what that means. Yeah. Not wanting to lecture its players, I'm wondering if that's his way of trying to convey, like, like New Vegas. It's got these different factions that all have these different views, and none of them are really, like right holy good yeah yeah like you can look at it and go oh i like that kind of but there's flaws here like with everything in, in like life there are lots of good things to things and bad negatives as well maybe he's saying it's not going to be like super blatantly like we must stop corporatism we must destroy it all i'm wondering if if he's just trying to like leave that room for like the player choice and it's not going to be like you're not going to be hounded into one narrative mm-hmm I'm not saying that it will it will be linear, but like that there's going to be that element of player choice. And if you want to take these different routes, you can. And the game won't like make it very obvious that you're doing the bad thing. So to me, not wanting to lecture its players, that makes sense. But I still don't get the politically. I, I don't get the politically charged. I don't know what that what he's saying. And I'm reading the article again right now. <laughs> I still am like, okay. I'm just going to say like he's just trying to like not get any bad media coverage from anybody well i think that's part of what he says i like money like in the end i mean he still wants people to buy the game and i see so like what was the mort mort how was the one Mm -hmm. that was the other one that was in the news earlier this week yes Um, there was i think they kind of like tried to walk it back or there was like a misunderstanding or something but basically the idea from the developers had come across that in kind of in response to some angry fans, very angry racist fans, uh, who were upset when the developers announced that they were going to start working on adding options for people of different, for for you to customize your character to, to have different skin tones and such. Um, because as of now, I guess everyone in this medieval fighting game is a white character. Excuse me, there are like 15 variants of white. Are there? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I have. Scene gameplay. Character creator has like <laughs> um, many selections. Yeah. Okay. So a bunch of racists get mad at that, and the de- developer then says, "Well, we're going to add an option to toggle the visibility off on your end if you want." And to me, that's just another case of like, <laughs> first of all, I you're pandering to the wrong crowd. Like, if you're going to take a stand, take that's not the right one to take. Um. And then just further acknowledgement that they're in the end just driven by sales, I guess. I think they released a statement a few days ago, like saying that they won't be adding those like toggles to like. Oh yeah, they 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 like tried to walk it back. I think they tried to say that that's yeah. never what they said. I, like I said, the messaging was very mixed up. And... I feel like it's like the, the 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 team at the studio is just like arguing with itself right now about what to do. Right. Yeah. What what gets me about this is like. Um, 
some of the complaints I've seen, like the more health uh, steam discussions, which are always a mess anyway, but um, steam discussions in general, but on the more house steam discussions, some people were arguing that like, Oh no, that's not historically accurate. But then other people within the Mordhau community were also arguing like, dude, this is a game where like it's fun sword fighting, but it's not realistic. You can wear all sorts of like incorrect period pieces. At what point do you like consider something real? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this case of if this game outright said this is a hundred percent like accurate simulation of like Northern Germany in 1300, then I would assume every character would be white, but that's, not what Mordhau is. It's a fully like fictional medieval inspired sword fighting game. Right. Yeah. So I don't really, I mean, and they already have a character customizer. So I would kind of expect there to be all these options because it's not based in like our, like a specific era in the real world. And then the, the fact that people are getting so mad about this over like no i will not have people of color in my in my game that takes place in a place that isn't real like it's just like dude you guys this is just it's just the same thing over and over and over again like the self-awareness here is like non-existent it's like just listen to yourselves this is like that's fucked exactly it's like I mean, I think at that point, these are people who don't care. These are people who are very proudly racist, I would assume, at that point. Maybe not proudly, though, because then they'll yeah. argue and they won't say, oh, it's because of this. They'll they'll shield it. So they're, they're almost proudly racist. Almost, exactly. Right. They're almost. They're like two steps away. Not that that's a good thing at all. <laughs> Which it's not. Yeah, it's still fucked, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Uh Anyway, I guess it gets into, I guess just to wrap up, just, like, what is the purpose of, of a game and, like, people who have grown up on, like, I don't know, Halo or whatever, and they're, what they're, I mean, Halo has its own political themes there, but it's just, I guess a lot of these people are just kind of missing the point, it seems like. Like, a game mm-hmm. can serve a lot of different purposes, there's always kind of this regressive argument that, that games are supposed to be primarily for entertainment, I would say that, like, entertainment inherently has a lot of room to address societal and political issues, and so, like, then you get into this argument of, well, what is entertainment for? And, like, not just enter- the, the the medium of entertainment, but also the concept of entertainment, mm-hmm. and the fact that we, like, go to the movies to escape for a bit, or we play a game to escape for a while. Um but these things still reflect the real world, and I, I feel like there's just a lot of... Like, the further you get into fantasy and sci-fi, like, the easier it is to disconnect, like, the Korean exodus and Mass Effect from, like, issues in the Middle East currently. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, there, like everything is there. Like, it, you all you have to do is connect the dots, and for, I guess for a lot of people, they just don't see that, and they're oblivious to that maybe in some ways i kind of envy these people like i'd, I'd love to just sit down and and enjoy playing a game for what it is i suppose but i don't well, wait, know but even that statement doesn't make much sense to play a game <laughs> for what it is no it's that's like, not what i meant I, I, to play I, I, a game I, and, just, <laughs> and just like be in a state of bl- of absolute uninterrupted bliss for six hours <laughs> Yeah, go back I, in time to prehistoric times, I guess. Before I guess our those brains are, are fully developed. I guess those are the type of people that just kind of like go into a movie and shut their brain off, and like maybe maybe the Transformers. Wow, cool fans. sword. Yeah, exactly. 
Maybe that's why Transformers yeah. has made billions of dollars. Do, but do people like Transformers though? Yes, they do. They go into like Ooh, people's oh, crazy. I know the first couple were huge in China for a long time. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I, don't I, know. I guess people just like to see. I mean, for China, it makes sense though. But like, <laughs> what does that mean? Well, just because they. Well, it's in a different language, and there's like a bigger disconnect. I would well, think. just like, like when I watch a like when I watch a foreign film, there's a, I don't a disconnect I don't in certain I don't think aspects. there's um with China. I don't think they're like even allowed to have specific like um political things in um the, yeah. movies and stuff. Like with Transformers, it's just like you know. No, oh, yeah, Transformers is just like they're very restrictive. Of yeah, lots of what spectacle. ideologies can come through. Yeah, it's like oh, Octopus, uh, you, uh, uh, you know, that's that's They're Transformers. Also rounding up and disappearing Muslims, so yeah, Optimus, so. look out. I guess <laughs> I guess that's kind of what I meant for like media over there too. But like with the U.S., it doesn't really make sense because like we have all these great movies and like um, I, I'm still using Transformers as an example, but it still makes a shit ton of money here. I guess not as oh, much yeah. as it used to. I'm talking about like. Um, you know, the first couple of Transformers. But. Mm -hmm. Or even another one would be like Call of Duty for video games. Just like, they, yeah. they're they just over the top. You could say they have political things in it. Obviously they do. But like, a majority of Call of Duty's fan base doesn't play the games for its immersive storyline and Kevin Spacey. But um, it's, yeah, it's usually <laughs> just for the the, the multiplayer, which is yeah, like, exactly that's like the big draw of those, and that is pretty much devoid of those of the single player themes. There's a reason they took their single player out for most recent <laughs> yeah. ones. So you know what I mean. It's like some people could just turn their brain off, um, watch a movie, enjoy it for what it is. Other people, not so much, which is why good movies are cool <laughs> and video games too. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Good things are cool. They are. Good things are indeed cool. I love cool things. What about you, Travis? I love not having earthquakes. <laughs> earthquakes That's are how not cool most things. of my life was until a few moments ago, right Damn. before I started recording. <laughs> uh, I'm just I, I like I. I just feel like I, I thought I was like woozy or something. I was like, oh, now I'm just in a weird headspace now after that. <laughs> you drink a lot of milk. You're like, oh, man, why is everything shaking? <laughs> yeah, you had no, some I bad thought, hummus I and a chicken I thought. <laughs> <laughs> you caused the earthquake, Travis. You caused No, I just assumed the culprit was my, was my gaming chair. I thought like <laughs> the ballast or something was like getting the fucked The ballast <laughs> of your gaming chair. Yeah, the metaphorical ballast <laughs> at the bottom of the game chair. Your desk is like collapsing, but you're like, huh, why is my chair so weird? Hmm. What's going on with my chair? We should take a break. I think I'm going to stand up, walk around, try to reorient myself. All right. Uh, We're going to be taking a, a seismologist break. on Twitter says the 6.4 yesterday was a four shock. This was a magnitude 7.1 oh, on the same fault. What if you like Wait, go outside? Oh God, what if it just keeps? Uh oh, and everything's just exactly like New Vegas. So like even the textures and everything. <laughs> just like, what good the springs. hell? We're gonna take a short break, and when we return, we'll get into some mid-year reflections on games we've played and our personal game of the year picks. Oh yeah! Colonel, I found this document. It says that pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> Not scientifically accurate. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. On my, uh, while I was grabbing a drink, I, I was, I, I checked the forums for, uh, Tale Worlds, the guys who were making Mountain Blade, because mm -hmm. we talked about, like, <laughs> medieval <laughs> games, and I was like, uh-oh, that's gonna be, uh, I wonder what's going on there, and the Mordhau discussion has made it there. Oh, oh, really? And there's a big... What is it? There's an argument. <laughs> what does it look like? Oh, the first person said, guys, these medieval games are attracting a lot of undesirables. And then immediately oh. there were people like, fucking pussy. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh no. And so everyone in the, most people here seems to be like, just like, guys, it's not real. Just who gives a shit? Just, I want to make whatever character. Mainly because, you know, Mountain Blade, you can make whatever kind of goofy, horrifying looking character. But it's just like, yeah, there's people who are like, like uh, the farther on this thread goes, it gets to the point where it's like uh, <clears throat> the journalists are just fishing for clicks from the SJW types. <laughs> and then I said and then I commented and said, there's nothing wrong with wanting more customization for a game that already has a character creator. That's true. This is wait. So they're talking simultaneously about Mordhau and Mountain Blade. They're talking, they're talking about the the problem about Mordhau, and then the people are relating that to Mountain Blade, and then the people who are do like, "Do we know? Do we know what Mountain Blade is doing as far as like ethnicities and race go?" Uh, I believe it has every. You, you're the character customizer. You can, from what I've seen, make you can make anybody. Okay, but you remember when I when I played Mountain Blade and I used a mod. That made it so that like the different regions of the world had people who looked like they were different ethnicities. Yeah. Is that what they're doing in Mountain Blade Two? Yes. Is that is that what the world's supposed to look like? Mountain Blade they Two just didn't do it in the first one. Yeah. Originally, um, it was just randomized faces, so you could have like a, a Swedian lord who was just like a, a black guy. Uh huh. Yeah. In the new one, there will be like regions of with eth uh, ethnicity, and as people marry, their offspring will have like the combined genes. Okay, but that's cool. because it's a sandbox, you know, you can just kind of like make whoever. Like I always make like a goblin-looking <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 and it's just like. But whatever. I mean, as far as the world building goes, uh, and like yeah. I, re I remember there were certain regions in the world that looked like they were full of Asian people, or there yes. was a region that looked like it was more of Middle Easternish. Yeah, there will still be stuff like that with the wide cultural regions. Okay, and I think another thing, and, I, and I'm talking about that mod. Uh, like the original game, everyone was just what like the Sultan of the Arab in quotes. Like power was yeah, a red-haired white like, dude. Based on the the way different things were described and the sort of naming conventions of different yeah. regions, you could like make this inference, like this weird inference that like these were supposed to have like a lot of different eth ethnic relating traits, but like the developers just didn't know how to do. They that just didn't have the like... time or didn't know how to do it or, or yeah. something. Um. Yeah. The the new one. Because uh, it has a lot more customization for the faces and randomization, they'll have, like, regions for ethnicities. And I'm assuming the regions in between wind up being, like, a blend. And if they aren't, they will be as the game progresses. I think one of the things that's funny to me is sometimes in the forums there'll be people complaining about, like, European, like, history and all this stuff. And it's like, guys, this game's made by... Or, like, white European history. And it's like, this game's made by a Turkish company. <laughs> They're just like, all right, all right whatever. Right. Also, like, what the fuck? We already know that the Middle Ages were a bad time. Yeah. Like, we, we don't need to then, we, we don't need to historically experience every single inch of that. Exactly. And it's also like, especially with Mountain Blade, kind of like what I said with Mordhau, 
it's not it's set in the real world it's like it's got lots of elements from real history but then it's set in like a fictional land so you can do whatever yeah but like assassin's creed origins mm-hmm. like they've they've kind of they, they've broken some of the things we know about history to kind of elevate like the culture or like the societal positions of, of women and given them much like a they've given them much more roles they've, they've put them like in more warrior and like fighting roles and this is stuff that isn't historically accurate but it makes for like a much more fun game like i'd rather play that than a game where we spend 60 hours degrading women yeah. i will not have this a historical fact in my game about going back and living your ancestors memories as sky hopping assassins (laughs) go to atlantis Atlantis. i I believe in history like atlantis (laughs) all right hell yeah let's uh i guess we can hop on back in yeah hell yeah are we not about already back oh well welcome back we're here yeah you can just yeah you can put that in honestly well let's uh Let's let's talk about like uh, favorite games we've played this year, including you know our personal like game of the year pick so far. Unless you can see into the future, what games have come out in twenty nineteen so far? <laughs> well, we're off to a great start. Um, <laughs> okay, I know Will and I have played a handful of twenty nineteen releases. Caleb, have you played any that you or, or like? Do you know of any that you've played this year? Well, I've played a lot of games this year, and I've beaten games right. too. Right, but I don't. I don't know which ones I've played that have come out this year, though. I that's why I'm like, huh? What games have come out? What Resident I mean, Evil? Because if you haven't, I think that's completely fair. Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, yeah, we're not even through with the year yet, so yeah. What What's come out though? I'm kind of curious. Resident Evil Two Remake, right? That's yeah. the one thing I could think of at the top of my head. Um, shit, that's a, that's a good. I played Ape Out. Oh, I Outer Wilds. I've been playing the Outer Wilds. Um, and then Three Kingdoms and Imperator. Yes. Hmm. And I think that's about it. Yeah, that's all, all I can think of that has interested me. And Caleb, you mentioned Resident Evil 2 Remake. I'm, I haven't played that yet, unfortunately, but... No, I know, I know. Yeah. I just let me that in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I haven't gotten to the end of it yet, but I have been steadily working my way through that. Very good game. I think so far, my my my... As up to now, game of the year pick is uh, the Outer Wilds. Also, have not gone to the end of it, but it is just—I don't know. Like every new discovery in that game blows me away, and it's a game that takes the concept of exploring to just a whole new height that I've never seen a game do before. It's like every every single new discovery is not just awe-inspiring, but also like makes you feel really good about like finding it following the clues and figuring this shit out it is like a puzzle game that doesn't feel like a traditional puzzle game you're certainly solving a puzzle but it's not like mist where you have to align the mirrors to open the next door or whatever it's like you have endless possibilities of where you want to go next where you want to investigate next and you have endless paths in front of you as far as using the information that you've gathered to decide where you want to go next and what you want to try to figure out next mm-hmm. um i'm at a point where i believe i have found most of the like big things there are to find and i'm at this awkward junction where i just really need to sit down at my ship computer and like review all of the notes that my dude has taken 
to try to figure out like what I'm like I have a vague idea of what I'm supposed to do I just have no idea how to start like how to how to go about it so I just need to really go through all these notes to, to figure out how to get to like the end game section because like right right now I feel like I'm just kind of retreading planets and trying to visit locations that my ship computer says like there's more to explore here but like I, I don't know like what's gated off because I haven't figured out what to do next or whatever so uh i'm yeah I, I it feels like like there's a lot of like mystery games that do like mystery solving really poorly oh yeah and this game <laughs> is like this, this is how you would do a sherlock holmes game or a mystery game and it just happens to be like a sci-fi exploration adventure um definitely my game of the year pick so far uh, a close runner-up would be like ape out but Definitely, I, I, I'll re, I'll reevaluate, of course, at the end of the year, and once I get to the end of Outer Wilds. But like, man, I don't know. Like, the Outer Wilds is just unlike anything I've, I've played in the recent years. <laughs> in the recent years, I don't know why I said it like that. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Other, other picks. Hmm. Um, I guess so far, I really like Resident Evil Two Remake. Mm -hmm. That game to me was, I, I liked playing through the multiple campaigns. I I loved the gameplay. I liked the way it looked. It performed really well. The characters were fun. The gameplay loop was great. I think for me, so far, that remake of a 90s game is my game of the year. So far for 2019. Um, Total War Three Kingdoms, I think, is close behind. I've been a big fan of Total War for a long time. Even though I've hated the last, like, not hated, I haven't been a big fan of the last, like, four games, and I keep buying them, so I think I'm a problem, but... <laughs> well, they haven't, like, improved on the formula. Yeah, it's like, games. Warhammer did a big change to it, um, but... Still, I still kind of the same. Yeah, to, to me... A very was, interesting aesthetic. Yeah, and I was always a big fan of, like, Paradox games, how they go really deep into, like, a key element, specifically Crusader Kings 2 and characters. And then this most recent one is Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is, like this Chinese novel that is all about the characters. And then this game has the total war battles, a beautiful map, these fun characters and the dynamics. And it's just, it's a blast. I'd put it right behind resident evil Two remake. Damn. I, I really like it. I think this, this year so far has been great for games and I've been meaning to check out the outer wilds at some point. Cause it sounds really, 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 really good. Yeah. I, but, uh, this, I'm in the same games on my list. I implore everyone here to play. <laughs> I beg of you all like, please. It's one of the greatest things I've ever played. But wait, is it on the Epic game store? It is exclusive to the Epic game. Store. Fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he snaps okay. his controller. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will swallow my pride and get it. That's like one of the games that, one of the types of games that kind of intrigue me, especially like space exploration. I've just been craving those. So, I don't know how deep it goes into actual space exploration, but it's just like I see a rocket ship and you can fly to other planets. So I was like, okay. I I mean, isn't that space exploration? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I don't know. Um, that's true. That's true. So so I guess I could just talk about the games that I have played and beat. This year, specifically, 2019. yeah, that was that was my other section was if anyone wanted to talk about just any games they've played this year, oh. regardless of release date. Okay, well, I guess I could start out then. Um, I've recently dug into, 
and finally um, cured the hunger for my interest in Metal Gear. Um, so I bought the Metal Gear Solid Legacy collection for the PlayStation 3, found a PlayStation 3, and so far I've played through 1 and 2, and that's got to be one of my most intriguing and interesting games I've really ever played. Um, especially for the times that those two games came out. Right now I'm on number three. Um, and I just, I've, I'm so fascinated with the storyline now. And I'm so excited to like play the rest of them. And then finally understand Metal Gear Solid 5 after already beating and playing that one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, it's just crazy. Those games came out in what, 1998 and 2001, I believe, um, for Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2. And just like the specifically political things and um, a lot of the like world, I guess, problems that can relate to today, especially that I got from Metal Gear Solid 2. Those are really cool. Like with the whole fake news ordeal and like social media and being able to censorship and control um, social media through Arsenal gear, all that stuff and learning about the Patriots and stuff was just it was so cool I I am 100% on board into the lore and everything about Metal Gear and I'm excited to play through the rest of them and yeah those those are definitely the top games I've played this year that definitely have not come out this year what came out like 18 years ago it's crazy but can you and also will if you want tell me more about the Metal Gear Solid 2 politics and fake news and memes um okay very lost on this yeah Yeah. well i think (laughs) will would do maybe better job explaining (laughs) me so well shit i mean some of this is kind of tied into like things that happened in mgs2 like one oh you want one not two no no No, uh, number two specifically yeah so some of the things yeah so a lot of things in mgs2 like thematically have a big role and are tied really closely to like things in the story and i wonder if i would spoil things but i guess uh, there's a well, big here, how about this how about this somebody tell me in a succinct way something that will convince me to finally like sit down and play through these games Ooh. hmm kojima is out of his mind yes <laughs> uh i guess when i was playing metal gear solid 2 um... but like here introduce me to the to the main character and a bit of the story well, that depends on yeah. who, what game you play. <laughs> there, okay, I can't so say there's... Solid Snake. Yeah. Um, twin Snakes. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Okay. So you're playing as the main character, Solid Snake. It, well, technically it's Metal Gear Solid 1. But um, playing as the main character, Solid Snake, uh, you're sent to... Well, what was the main mission? Because I know it got like corrupted. Moses Island? Like, yeah, on Shadow Moses, like his his mission was to infiltrate and um, destroy Metal Gear. Was that just like it, or was there he, one thing I was missing? I, I believe his mission was to get in there and rescue like the DARPA chief. Oh like, yeah, yeah, these, uh, rescue the DARPA chief, um, stop the terrorists, and destroy Metal Gear. Um, yeah, so it, it gets Im- immensely convoluted like thirty minutes in. Yeah, uh, there's some stuff that I forgot at the beginning, but yeah, there's it's crazy in depth. About everything, and if you don't pay close attention, you'll miss out on specific things. And it's just like, I mean, the story is really crazy for its time, especially. <laughs> but 
This is the game where you can hide in a cardboard box and people have comical exclamation marks over their heads. Yes. yes. That's okay, the, just double check. That's one of the big appeals for me of Metal Gear is it's like each game approaches some sort of different new theme. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't, but it's also still got this like... It also itself, kind of like The Wire. It's It itself is serious, but it's got like these Japanese little just like fun elements. You're playing an That's anime. Like, oh. You're you're literally playing uh, a serious US, anime. Yeah, you're playing you're playing a serious US military themed anime. It's got all okay. these wacky characters and you could that, definitely relate yep, to that. Yep, that's, that's perfectly... On, I'm sold on that. I'm sold on there, serious I'll, I'll, US military anime. There's one, there's one dude, he's Native American, and he can control ravens. Yeah. Oh, he's got a big, okay. He's got a big gun also. Yeah, he's got a huge gun. So there's a there's a there's a woman with a sniper rifle and her jumpsuit zipped down to an unreasonable point. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. There's a guy named Decoy Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy. That's you play all on, I need to know. You play I on PS One who reads your memory card and says, "So you like to play Mortal Kombat, oh. huh?" Yep. Oh. Yeah. There's. That's there's, funny. That's that's one thing with like Metal Gear is it has like a bunch of like unsettling fourth wall breaks. Like it's not like <laughs> funny, like necessarily. Yeah, like, they're not. They're not like ah ha ha. That's that's a funny joke. It's more like yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah, it's like the characters are like aware that they're in a video game and that you're controlling them, so they're just like trying to help you and Snake do all this stuff. Like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, but I have to spoil the Psycho Mantis boss fight because this is a good way to, I guess, just. Okay. It came out in 1998. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm not adverse to spoilers. What. When you're yeah, fighting Psychomantis, you find out that he's controlling your mind, or he could read your mind and can, he could see every move you're gonna make, mm -hmm. right? So, in order to like get him to not read your mind, you have to unplug your controller and plug it into player two port. How do you figure that out? Uh, you, the colonel you tells figure you. Figure that shit out. The colonel tells, the colonel you, tells you, ev you eventually, and oh. or you know it on your own. So once you do that, he can't read your mind, right? And there was another part in the game where um, you find this, I forgot who the other guy, you find the DARPA chief first, and then who's the other guy? He was like the the fat dude that was tied oh, up. Oh, um, he, oh shit, the guy where, uh, where Ocelot ambushes you, right? Yes, yes, where, I, yeah. Oh, um, dude, I can't remember. So he's telling you, you have to contact Meryl, who's this girl that you find at the yeah, start of the game. Yeah, but and in order he, to... He says in order that to contact Meryl. Yeah, you have to like look at the back of the case, the physical case, and it has the her CD like case. And yeah, it has her codec number on there, and you have to call her. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> so. I'll, he's like, look at the back of the CD case, and I thought about it for a second. I was like, wait, like the actual one? So I had to look it up because obviously I have the like Metal Gear Solid collection for the PS3, and I looked up the back of the case, and the actual codec number was on the back of the case, and I was like. Holy shit, Kojima, what the fuck, dude? Why are you Did you call it? Yeah, and then you have to, you input that code, and then she's like, how'd you get my number? <laughs> like, or how'd you get my codec number? And like... Oh, I thought, I'm sorry, I thought you meant like, oh, you a had phone to number. a real phone. No, 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 no. it's in the in-game codec. <laughs> yeah, okay. in the you have to call Kojima this himself. It's taking me back to two worlds. <laughs> you call Kojima, like he gives you the number himself. He has to do Okay, it. I'm only, I'm slightly disappointed now. No, but... <laughs> This is a game that, like, if you like video games in the slightest, play it. <laughs> That's all, right. all I can say. 
Like I finally just, yeah, that's our summary of the first game. Yeah. Oh, the okay. second game is equally as the bizarre. The second game has like some twists that like I don't think make any sense in their own like rules. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a there's like a the, the conclusion has like a huge twist and it's like y- did anybody like read this like layout again and like realize <laughs> what they're doing here cuz it doesn't work. Yeah. And MGS- like Three is like, MGS three is probably the least crazy of them all. Mm-hmm. And so far, I'm like, I'm in like the intro section, not the intros, but like, I just actually fought Ocelot, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid three. That's where I'm at. And um, yeah, it it has a really because like the thing I really like about the Metal Gear games so far, well, just in general, I could say now because I played what, four of them, um, is they input themselves into history right they implement themselves into implement sorry implant um they implement themselves into like modern um military stuff current situations and even past situations that happen hence the cuban missile crisis and like the afghan war yada yada they have like a a graphs on uh reality and they also have a graphs on fantasy at the same time so it's like there's a lot of these like weird things that happen but essentially you could just kind of like face it as a mirror of modern society in a sense just with wacky characters because there's a lot of like (laughs) woke shit that are in those games and they're yeah it's it's cool. It's just odd too. Like there's like the fourth wall breaks, the fantasy, and then grounded in reality almost. So I don't know. It's it's really interesting, especially if you're into like political games. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess if that's what you want to call it. But play these games. Um, anybody in general, if you have a remote interest in Metal Gear, play them. I promise. You won't regret it. You won't regret it at all. They're fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. actually, there was one part I regret in the first game. I was stuck on Metal Gear Rex for like two hours. <laughs> Is this the f- the fist fight or the no? Hanger? Uh, oh, you're well, you're fighting on... the actual Metal Gear. Oh, okay, after Gray Fox like jumps out. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Man, those save points in those games back in the day. <laughs> oh man. You get to that halfway point, you die. Completely start over. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Good games, I promise. Speaking of good games, did, was that it for for game of the year picks? <laughs> I guess game of the year every year okay. Metal Gear. All right. Speaking of um, speaking of good games, Will, you posed the question last week for us to think about um, what were? How did you phrase this? It was like, what what was a game that just disappointed you? Like maybe you were you were really excited for it. Like you've been waiting all year. You've heard a lot. You're really hyped to get it. You start playing it and you're like, I've made a huge mistake. Destiny. <laughs> Okay, well, there we go. There, there's our first one. My first one, I'm sorry, this, I'm going to say, uh, I guess I just kind of started it for myself. But um, Please do. Okay, I've been a fan of Halo for years, right? Bungie, good, god tier, right? Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, great games. Um, and you guys haven't played uh, Halo 3, right? No. Have, who, I am a PC peasant. Yeah. Um, so I played those games, and Halo Reach also was a great game, too. 
Um, I was a huge fan. Like anything after those games that Bungie released, I was like, okay, I'm 100% on board. So I pre-ordered Destiny, and I pre-ordered it for the $90 edition, or whatever. So it came with the season pass, all that stuff. So the game comes out. I get it. I'm like, oh, it's gonna have multiplayer in it, like as the campaign. Awesome! Whoa, it's crazy. Paul McCartney helped write the song for this. Oh, it's insane. So, I get it. I beat the main story in four hours, and then realized that this is a this is a grind looter shooter. It's worse than Borderlands, and I'm a be I'm a fan of Borderlands. So like, it's like kind of there, but not at like. It's just like, okay. Borderlands is Sprite, and Destiny is Lacroix, right? Some people like Lacroix, and for those okay, I got a lot less confused after I realized you were talking about the drink yeah. Sprite and not the gaming term like oh yeah, artwork, a sprite. <laughs> it's a sprightly game. <laughs> no, yeah, so it's like. That's that's kind of like the best description for it and plus like I'm a huge fan of Bungie So I play this game. And I was like what the hell like I was so dis. I never played it again after beating that first couple hours and everyone's like Oh, you got to get back into it the the taking king whatever came out and that was a $40 expansion after you had to buy or after I bought the base game and the season pass for $90 and they wanted another $40 from it no matter how good it was I I will not play it. Maybe in the future, but like it's just like I was so disappointed in that game. Like oh man. But that was one of the most disappointing games I've played in a very long time. So yeah. That was that was my story. What about you guys? Uh I I have multiple experiences of just like, yes. Oh no. <laughs> um I have tried multiple times to get into Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. I can't do it. Which um, is totally just, fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, most of my friends really like it. I get that. Uh, I can totally... Is it the... Is it the tone? It... I don't know if I want to say tone, because I've played games with similar tones that I don't mind. I think okay. the gameplay just does not feel fun to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think that's usual because I don't... I'm not a huge fan of games where you just, like... I'm not a, I'm not huge into looter shooters. Yeah. Some of them I, I do like, but just not all of them. And Borderlands is like the looter shooter. So if I you're feel, into that, you're probably like Borderlands. But for me, it was just like, I can't get into this. And I 100% like understand that too. It's like, I'm a huge fan of Borderlands, but like, I feel like if you were to like, in order to like fully enjoy Borderlands, you have to like, kind of like looter shooters in the first place. And also like, there's the other fans where it's like, they, they played it when it first came out. So it was kind of like one of its kind. When it first came out, and then you have mm -hmm. like you know Destiny and all that. But if you don't like you know like even just like the slightest bit of like looter shooter or like just I don't know, just like one dimensional gameplay almost, um, then yeah, you're really not gonna like Borderlands. But see, and then we get into the, like Travis posed the question about uh, the tone because I don't think that's like a, the defining thing for why I don't like this game. But I think that's just tied in with I'm not enjoying the gameplay very much, and then I'm hearing these characters make jokes like non-stop and it's pissing me off <laughs> it's just like can these dudes shut up this is insult to injury it's just, yeah it's like the, the, the only line in like borderlands one that i really like is just like come get your rod <laughs> like, what's worse always... is in in borderlands 2 
Um, they implemented a lot of memes into it. Fuck! And it came out in 2012. <laughs> no. I can't do that. So, like, That's not it did gonna age not well. age well at all. Ugh. It was, like, dubstep memes and stuff. It's so funny. Oh, you're- that's right! Yeah, oh, it's- God. it's just, like, the- you can never- I- I guess it was, like, an experimental time in 2012, but- 2012 was an experimental yeah, year? Yeah, for, for memes. Year. For memes, because, like, you know, if you look at memes nowadays, it's like, what the fuck? It was first meme packed. You see a, like, deep-fried picture of Mario and just start laughing. Well, that's me anyways. Oh, yeah, that, I guess that <laughs> shit wasn't really around no, in 2012. No. It, you got, yeah, in 2012, it was like, um, what is it? We've gone into this. We, we've we've gone into this like weird Dadaist like art house. I know form of memes. Well, now it's weird because like that stuff is becoming <laughs> ironic. Structuralist memes. That that stuff's becoming like ironically funny now. So like it's like coming full circle, but like in a layer of like filth. So like post humorist memes. <laughs> like we're a, the we're funniest meme that, like I've got saved on my phone that I just I love it is just. Of this picture of somebody saying you all are not and then on the next panel it being contracted into yaint <laughs> there's, there's not much there but it's i i don't know it, it kills me can we just talk about memes for the rest of the you all podcast? are not yaint welcome to welcome to the meme cast what a meme cast there was it's one i said travis Friday, July 5th. just says she believed but they like highlighted all the e's in that entire sentence or whatever it is so just I was like, God damn it! Why is this think, funny to me? A thing with a lot of these like memes now is like, there's not like a setup and punchline. Like you know, you used to have the top text, bottom text things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's like this thing, and then the bottom line subverts your expectation. Now it's just stuff like, uh, like like Travis sent me a picture of a guy holding a rat. And the only thing it said was, what the fuck this rat doing, though? Not gonna lie, he got the nuts, though. Like, I, it's not really a setup. I mean, it's fucking so funny. It's just, like, okay, it's well, just funny. Well, to be fair, though, to be fair, Travis and I's theme is just, like, a rat for some reason. And it's just always nuts, gonna be though. funny for me. So anything rat-related is just automatically funny. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, yeah, we, we were talking about Borderlands, and we talked about Borderlands 2 and how they had memes that were dated. Then we started talking about memes, and then we talked about rats. Well, memes are more relevant than ever. It's the garbage media that Metal Gear Solid 2 is trying to warn us about. It's trying to... <laughs> trying to censor. Look where we've came. Nothing Look but Mario deep-fried memes. Um, but yeah, Borderlands is a game where it's like, you know, I just I just can't can't get into it. Um, I guess maybe another case of just disappointment with a game would be, huh? That's tricky. Hang on, just like absolute disappointment. I loved Fear. Mm -hmm. I I even even the expansions. Uh, what was the first expansion called again? I'm blanking. Extraction, uh, extraction point. Extraction point was great. Perseus mandate was. Eh, it's it's playable. Not very good. Fear 2, I was really excited to play. Uh, immensely disappointed. Like, I slogged through it. I was having no fun. It was such a departure in every way, shape, and form. Didn't feel like it was made by the same people. Didn't feel like it 
understood the game that it was following up. It didn't look, feel, or like sound like the original game. That was probably the game I was the most disappointed with that I can that I can recall just feeling so offended <laughs> by what happened to the series. After you played it for 10 minutes, did you just like throw up? I just didn't understand. <laughs> I genuinely, to me, Fear 2 is one of the most boring shooters. Really? Yeah. Damn. I, compared Fear 1, I love that game. Even Perseus Mandate, which, okay, I do think on like a technical level and in every way, even a gameplay level, it's probably a thousand times worse than Fear 2. I would rather play Perseus Mandate than Fear Damn. 2. I, I hate Fear 2. I feel like, from my perspective, I could like name like so many boring shooters, though. There was, I, I remember like playing this game called Medal of Honor Warfighter. No, not Warfighter. It was like. Was it a modern Medal of Honor? Yeah, it was a modern one. It was like. I think oh, it was I think Medal it's a, of Honor Warfighter. No, it wasn't Warfighter. I remember like kind of liking that one because it felt like Battlefield, but it was smaller scale. But like. Are we talking about the, like the reboot Medal of Honors? Kinda. Yeah, the newest ones, I, I'm assuming. Oh, it's just called Medal of Honor. Like that's oh what, yeah, that yeah, was the first like modern reboot. Yeah, 2014 Medal of Honor or something. Yeah, and for some reason it has mostly positive on Steam, but yeah, it was just... Or 2010, I'm sorry. All I remember about that game is the there I saw so many advertisements for it, and they all used some dumb Linkin Park song. I was going to say, that's the reason I was hyped for it. <laughs> I associated that was the reason with I was, the band oh, Linkin Park. I and Linkin I, say, Park. I say dumb, but I mean, like, I don't know. I've always liked Linkin Park, but it was just like, it was so... You had to keep hearing it, so like now I'm like, oh, this okay. fucking dumb. They Lincoln they Park song. they use the song "The Catalyst" by Linkin Park. That song's a banger, yeah. okay? That song's a banger. It is, but but not in this context. yeah, not in this context. It's more for Transformers, <laughs> okay? Not Medal of Honor. They need big robots. They don't need generic military they don't shooters. Need big guns. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there is big guns in Transformers. It's just like these are little guns, you know? It's a these are lame. Come on, we need Cybertron. Not this. Um, unrelated, there was this game I played on Xbox a long time ago. Oh, I, I guess it was like one of those like creator games where you like you you go into it and like people make games within it. You guys kind of know what I'm saying? Um, yes. No fucking clue. It's hard to explain. It's like what is that one thing on the PlayStation Four? It's called like Dreamers. Dreams? Yeah, it's similar to oh. that concept. Oh, okay, I got it. It's on the Xbox. It was Project Spark. That's what it's called. <coughs> so they had a bunch of these like really awful like creator games and um there was one on the front page and it says lincoln park on it i was like oh somebody made a tribute to lincoln park well it turns out it was created it was a music video for lincoln park's new song when it was coming out in this obscure random game on the xbox store that no one's ever heard of and i was like as what like this is so like I'm hearing their new song as I'm playing this weird user-created level and Like I look on YouTube and I guess that's the music video for the song that I was playing. I was like what like I Don't know it was it was a really weird experience. It was like super weird that I like Didn't know about the song in the first place and then I find it in this obscure like user created video game like user created as in like some random person can just like make these games using these tools but yeah 
weird story. That's but... like classic YouTube, though. Just random uh, music videos with clips from various media, anime music videos. Well, or no, what? It's, it was different because, like, the actual song of the, like... Right, right. It was and in then this Xbox then game. Then it's taken and, and turned into the official thing. Yeah, and then, I, like, I was playing it, like, as it was happening on YouTube. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. It was really weird. That was kind of like when... <laughs> when my favorite band of all time was in my current favorite game when Black Ops 2 came out. Like, at the end of the game, my favorite band, Avenged Sevenfold, was in the game with the main character. So, I don't know. It was a really <laughs> weird experience. It was... I cannot explain how weird it was, but it was, it was cool. That was a cool time. I'll just say that. Well, did you think of your other disappointment? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a disappointment that... Like, um, okay, so... There's this game called Kenshi. I got it on this game client called Desura a long time ago. I was really excited for it. I like the look of it. It ran like shit on my computer, and back then, like, there were no refunds on a lot of these things. I was like, well, there goes $14 down the drain. And then, like, just a year ago, I I realized that it, it has been, like, f six years since I had originally pur purchased it. Or maybe like five, and I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot again. It is like a completely different game. My PC is a lot better. The game is more optimized. It runs really well. And it is like the kind of game that I really like. So it has gone from an abject disappointment of like, I just wasted money to like, wow, it paid off all these years later. That's weird. Because like, I don't know, that, that game keeps showing up on like Steam for me. Like I keep seeing it and it like won't go away. I don't know why. Wait, this is the opposite of a disappointment. Well, it was an initial disappointment. Oh, I see. Yeah, kind of like No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. Right, initial disappointment. Where it came out and everyone's like, this game sucks, fuck these guys. What I'll say about Mass Effect Andromeda is that I was, like a lot of people, disappointed with that game on launch. I had I pre-ordered it. I distinctly remember it being literally the first game I had ever pre-ordered. Oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it as much as people hated it. I, I will say that I, I'm a huge fan of Mass Effect, and I was loving a lot of things they were doing with the world building, and mm -hmm. and I, it clearly understood the first three games. Casey Hudson's still working on it, I believe. Um, what I was most disappointed about, actually, was the announcement that DLC was canceled. What? Because they had done they had done at the end of the story they had done some cliffhanger ish setup for what seemed like they were setting up story based DLC already kind of had an idea of what it was going to be something focused on like the missing quarian arc yeah that that's never going to happen Oof. that that just got completely called off so Damn. man it's just a lingering mystery and another lingering mystery is whether or not yay and bioware will ever go back to mass effect so they said they will i'm curious about when that will happen and in what form but just gonna wait and see so yeah i that's my most recent big disappointment that i can recall is just cancellation of Mass Effect Andromeda DLC. I really hope in the future, like, EA just, like, drops all their, like, game licenses except, like, the Madden games or, like, the sports games so, like, other developers or publishers can pick them up and then make, like, good versions. <laughs> I really hope. That's, like, ideal future. Like, they, they drop the rights to, like, Dead Space and Mass Effect and all these great titles that they have that they're not going to do anything with anymore and i just i just hope another develop like kind of like metal gear and konami like that'd be so cool if like sony picked up the rights to metal gear oh yeah like what they did metal gear survive yeah <laughs> oh god
That's just like shitting on fucking Hideo Kojima's entire work. Oh man, but I hope that I hope stuff like that starts to happen in the future. I too hope more Metal Gear Survive happens in the future. No, absolutely not. I got that game for dirt cheap. It's it 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 is like an extremely it has all the things of like bad JRPGs. Was the Silent Hill Pyramid head in that game? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't. I'm played just too getting much this weird it. mental image. It might have been. I mean, Konami owns the license for uh, Silent Hill, so another maybe. Hideo Kojima game. Silent Hill is. <laughs> Heck yeah! Oh, I see. Metal Gear Survive adds Silent Hill 2's Pyramid Head in limited time event. Oh well. Okay. I well, just I just had this I just had this image stuck in my head, and I just thought like, what? The, why oh, am I thinking this? Pyramid like, why do I think Pyramid Head was in Metal Gear Survive? Fuck mannequins and Metal Gear Solid. Oh shit! Hell yeah. Stick, I can't call that game stick. a disappointment though because it was like so dirt cheap when I picked up a CD key for it. I think people I were like, disappointed in its announcement. So like, yeah, it's just it's just a disappointment like in, in, incarnate. Yeah, but I knew that going in, so it wasn't a disappointment to me. Let me put it to you this way: regardless of the price I picked it up for, it was not money well spent. <laughs> oh, no, the game is a slog to play through, and it sucks because there's good ideas, and it's like people who worked on MGS5 are working on this, but they don't want the, to. The, the, wherever this game is being directed is like it's not going towards something that is good. Yeah. Well, what 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 did they plan on doing? Like with I th I heard something like rumored about like it's a great question. What did they plan on doing? They wanted to, like, invest more into, like, pinball machines or something like that? Konami? I mean, I think that's where Konami gets, like, most of its money from, like, Pachinko and Patchy Slot. Like, all these gambling things. It's weird. I wonder why they... Especially because they're the company known for, like, Castlevania and, like, Metal Gear Solid. And it's like, no, most of their income is, like... Wait, are you telling me that, like... Are you talking about, like, the people who put coins into pinball machines? Yes. Huh? Yeah. Th those That's where they get their revenue? Most th those things are huge in Japan, like Pachinko. Okay. Okay. They get lots I guess I just of have a cultural that. disconnect. If you, if you slap yeah. a Metal Gear Solid uh, logo you, on that. Were, what I was hearing was Konami gets the majority of their revenue from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, it's true. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I guess that's maybe kind of the closest we could get here. In a weird way, but instead it's more like businessmen are like on their break and they were like elderly you just want to like go spend money. Yeah. Uh -huh. And just do flashy games and then they go to Apache Slaughter Pachinko place. I believe that's where they get a ton of their money and I don't know about mobile games, but maybe there too. I know Japan has like a, a Metal Gear Solid mobile game. I, I was just looking up because I wanted to see all the Metal Gear Solid games that I'd have to miss. And it looks like that's one of them and I was like, oh. Damn it. Oh yeah, it looks like it. a lot of Konami's income is from mobile games and like, which wow, that yeah, that makes sense though, because like a lot of companies' revenue comes from well, I mean the biggest revenue comes from mobile games in general, like Tencent. Oh man, they make yeah, so from what much money. From what I'm seeing, yeah, it's not their majority comes from like Pachinko and Patchy Slot. A large portion does, but not the majority. Yeah, and I mean just like the gaming market in general, not just Konami. But which would make sense of why games. they would invest in like mobile games. Well, interesting. Here I'm looking at their um uh Konami's release of um for for uh their financial reports of uh 2019 third quarter 
Um, nine months ended, uh, blah, 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 2018. So let's see. It says um, by business segment, they got 90 billion yen from digital entertainment and 20 billion yen from gaming and systems. Which makes me think digital entertainment is like a separate thing from like a video game. Digital hmm. entertainment would be like an electronic game machine, maybe? Maybe mobile games? I'm not sure what that even means. Electronic entertainment. In fact, gaming and systems earned about as much as amusement did in their breakdown, but less than sports and digital entertainment. Amusement? Amusement, dude. Have a little amusement. <laughs> I'm gonna go spend my money on some amusement. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm gonna go weird. to the amusement park, mom. What do you what do you, what do, you do? Are you gonna are you gonna ride some rides? Play some games? Games. A Metal Gear ride. Oh, I'm going to an amusement park. <laughs> I go to be amused. What what okay, so what would the Metal Gear Solid ride be like? Would you be like <laughs> would you hop aboard a ride? Would you be and inside then, of a Metal Gear, or would you be a yeah, snake? Yeah, yeah, it would. You totally be it, the the cart would be like a Metal Gear, like something. Or would the cart be a cardboard box, and you see like a bunch of Metal Gears around it? Hmm, that's something we have to invest in. Well, that's what I'm gonna invest <laughs> yeah, yeah, in. Actually, we need to invest in not, that. Not, I'm not just saying me. Like we cumulatively have to invest in this. Mankind must see this. <laughs> Mankind. <laughs> And then we end up accidentally creating an, a real Metal Gear. So, we kind of fuck everything up. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? I don't know. Well, we were talking about... <laughs> we were talking about, like, <laughs> give me your picks. We were talking about Metal Gear. We were talking about Konami somehow. We were talking yeah. about Metal Gear Ride. We're, we're, we got oh, very off topic. Survive. Dis That's oh, where we... We were talking we... about disappointments in gaming. Yeah. Yeah, we, and then we're okay, talking about we Metal Gear Ride. Damn. <laughs> well, uh, Star Wars rewatch next week. If you uh, if you haven't heard our Phantom Menace episode, that is over on HitPointPals.com. We will be recording our thoughts and prayers on Episode <laughs> Two, Attack of the Clones, and all of the political intrigue, anti-war imagery, and convoluted film noir plot and romance <laughs> that goes into this movie. So please stay tuned for that very engaging, very <laughs> dissecting conversation uh, that we're going to have next Monday probably is when we'll post that. You sound mm. like George Lucas pleading with people to like fund his next movie. Please, uh, it's very interesting. It's going to be a dissection. Please. Oh, uh, I want to shout out this one game that I just remembered that I've been waiting for for a very long time that I forgot about because it's been a long time. It was supposed to come out this year. Uh, Scorn. So this game I've been really hyped about. Um, it's called. Is that the Flesh game? Yes, actually. <laughs> oh, that's fuck. It. That's what the game is. It's like a. It, I don't know if it's necessarily a horror, but like it looks like one because like it's like body horror in the first yeah. person shooter. Well, well, like I don't, I don't think it's like supposed. I don't know. It's a horror game. Um, I think if a game is designed that repulsively, yeah, it has to be a horror game. Yes. So like I've been, uh, I think it got announced like th four years ago, three years ago, and I saw the trailer for it. and I was like, oh my god, I want to get this game. It's supposed to come out. This actually was supposed to come out last year in October, 
and and then also it got pushed to this year in October. They need more time to collect the flesh. For the yeah, game. the art the art looks absolutely well. One repulsive, but also amazing. And I'm just a huge fan of like H.R. Geiger type art. Like I love like the tool art from the band tool. Um, on like Alien and even like Dead Space too, and like all those that gross like organic looking stuff. Um, I just always had a big intrigue in, and I'm super excited about that. I just wanted to shout that out. Just because I forgot about it, but then it resurfaced and it made me excited again. So, yeah. Will you be giving us your your thoughts and prayers on this game when it comes out? I will, for sure. Hell yes. I'll be looking forward to that. I'm excited. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Lord have mercy on all this flesh. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the design is really cool and really interesting. I wasn't saying it looked bad. I was just saying like, just like, it's designed to be repulsive. Yeah, yeah no, it, it makes sense what you're saying. Um, your gun is alive, so when you reload, it makes this like sound, and then you like take it oh, out, and then like, yeah. and then you put it back, Jesus. and there's this thing that's like on the ground in the trailer that like, it looks like an, it looks like two circles, like a snowman almost, its body does, but it has these like weird legs, and it looks... Oh, it looks disgusting. Oh, the Borderlands 3 gun with legs. No. <laughs> See, then you Clap put it... Get, body horror. I, I get various, like, categories of images when you say uh, the gun is alive. Like, one of them is, like, it's an or organic extension of your arm. Like, you you live with a gun. <laughs> You're, like, your arm is a, a flesh, like, gun with muscle and like like pistons well, like organic pistons that fire that's like, that's what it looks like like bone chips or something yeah that's what it looks like um but it's just not an extension of your arm it's like its own organic thing but it has like bones and like do you have to feed it so that it'll keep having ammo yeah that's what it looks like here you just gotta just watch the trailer like the the one minute trailer or whatever and you'll see what i'm talking about like okay it it looks gross and I'm excited. Wait, put the trailer put the trailer in the Discord. We'll 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 all watch it. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. Um I mean Wait, it's uh... it's listed on Steam right now. So it has the trailer. Um it's oh, SC just to look at the Here, I'll I'll send you guys a link right now. Right now. Written. Exactly. What link are you sending? Steam? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have it pulled up on Steam. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Well, do you have? Does everyone have it pulled up? Hold the fuck on! Oh shit! Whoa! Scorn! All right, I got it. I got it whipped up. Okay. The is everyone ready? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna play. You're ready to play, okay? Okay. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Also, the music is like super unsettling, and I love it. It's like, oh man, it's so good. Oh ho 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 ho. ho. I'm sorry, what does that say? Ebb software. software? Ebb. Ebb software, okay. Yeah. Well, there's the Giger we art the flesh already. columns. There it is. Oh, man. We got close-up on flesh. Or is that the Earth? Nice. I mean, uh, or their planet, mm. not the Earth. That's mm. not the fucking Something Earth. To think about. We got a big orifice. What do you think that is? Orifice. What do you think that, that is? is? That is uh, flora and fauna of the planet. There's a rib. There's organic ribs. Like, imagine being outside and seeing, like, this stuff. 
Okay, there's a difference between being outside and seeing this stuff and a world that is composed of this stuff. Yeah, I guess that's true. Where it's like you're already used to it. Ooh. Oh, who is this? Sister so Bones. It looks like he's like not enjoying his life. Cocoon man. Do you think everyone is just like living in agony in this place? I mean, that's what I get from the tone. But so far, I don't see anyone who looks like they're in pain. That guy's like, oh, hey, well there, well, there we got one. I think that's the main character though. This dude's barely he conscious. Looks all right. He oh, looks okay. all right. He looks, <laughs> looks like a little sleepy. He looks like a prime rib. <laughs> he looks like a sirloin steak. <laughs> that's some raw beef right there. I mean, if you think about it, we're all kind of raw beef. But that's like without skin, though. Hmm. Yeah, if you took off your skin. But, but we. <laughs> oh, hey, that's it's, not it's, flesh. it's Giger. It's him. There he is. Well, that's. <laughs> he actually it, looks they got like a that. cameo from Giger's estate. I just like. Yeah, see? Uh, there's your oh, organic the gun. Mus the muscle man. The muscle gun. I just like want to know like what's going on in this game. There's that thing. This looks cool. I was talking about. You okay, buddy? Oh. Hey, hold on a minute. Oh. It looks like it's just like in pain, just, just agony. But yeah, that thing looks absolutely disgusting. And I want to know everything about it. Everything. I wanted to see it fire. I think it does. Oh wait, this is not a one minute. This is a three minute trailer. I, I lied. You deceived Sorry, us. Sorry, I deceived you guys. Now you have to watch the whole thing. Oh man, you guys. It's a Virginia door. But yeah, that... The scorn. Scorn. Scorn, scorn. Big scorn. Release date? It's 2017. Part one of two? There, it was supposed to be a dual release game, but then they got oh. more funding for the game, so they're like, oh, we could actually make the fucking whole game at once. So, that's oh, kind of cool. That's fair. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm down with that. Anyways, yeah, that was Scorn. When does it come out? Uh, it's supposed to be coming out this year. Supposed to. Oh, okay. But I'm no, not expecting no it yet. to okay, got come it. out this year. If it does, that would be a nice, like, treat for 2019 hell yeah well now i'm gonna have nightmares <laughs> because I'll, I'll check it out when it comes out yeah i like some of that stuff it's like almost borderline like psychological horror because it's like just everything just i'm sorry okay i'm reading the description gameplay features what does this mean full body awareness players will experience better immersion being aware of the character's body and movement I'm guessing some of this is translation issues, but... Interaction with the world is realistic. Objects are picked up with your hands instead of just floating in midair. Machines and instruments are operated by grabbing the controls, etc. I assume that just means your character has a full body simulation instead of just being a floating camera. Uh, but what does it mean, grabbing the controls? Um, I, I think know. it's like... Well, I, there is gameplay of it out, out already. Actually, I think 
PewDiePie think, played it. Oh, I think I was interpreting it wrong. I thought it. Okay, I think it's talking about in-world controls. Yes. Op- machines you, are operating by oh, grabbing okay. the controls. You have to go into the game and start grabbing stuff. Oh, you it's disgusting. You have to disgusting. put your foot in your uh, CD player and insert yourself into the digital realm. They're going to put your foot in the CD player. I wish more games would break the fourth wall, though. I wish more games had like overt meta context. I know, the only good one I can think of is just Metal Gear in general. Not like Conker's Bad Fur Day where he like turns around, looks at the camera, and winks. But you mentioned like there's a guy in Middle Gear Solid One who talks about what's on your memory card. Like that's yeah. very interesting stuff that you could still do today. Exactly, and that's why it holds up really well. MGS Five does stuff like that. Well, not not quite to that same extent, but it does no. stuff a little differently. Like, well, yeah, you should you should play those games. <laughs> just just play all of them. Just play all of them. Binge them. Honestly. Metal Gear Solid Five, like. The ending of that game, like, I had to stand up and be like, what the fuck? And <laughs> what? It was like, that was my game of the year for 2015. Now I'm excited to play through it. I've beaten the game, so I know the ending. And it's like, I feel Just like... Just to go after- back and like... Yeah. Yeah. No. So I was like, oh, okay, well... Hmm. Yeah, th- yeah, because there are a couple of characters in five who, if you've played the others, it's like oh, so so sick. But if but you haven't, it's just like uh, I now I know the context of the white devil in the in the yeah. in Africa. So it's like oh, ho, ho, ho. Now I'm not gonna it. give you the context, though, Travis. So now sorry. you get it, Jack. <laughs> get it, oh. Jack the Ripper. Jack. Uh, any other shout outs? I mean, we we had a huge I'm shout good. over Scorn, though, that's for sure. <laughs> we shouted the fuck we out. We so over here Googling, where are the fault lines near Las Vegas? Okay, Google, where are the fault lines? <laughs> where is Mr. House so located I, in New Ve- Las Vegas? If all of, if the podcast never goes out, you can just assume that I was swallowed by, a like, a crevice in the earth. We will go find you, Travis, if that ever happens. So... <laughs> Solidus Snake did nothing wrong. Oh. Well. Liquid. Is Who that... is Liquid? He Yo. is the clone the... brother of Solid and Solidus. You remember Fun fact. the three states of matter? Liquid, Solid, Solidus? Liquid, they, solid they, didn't, solidus. they didn't name Gas Snake Gas Snake. Gaseous Snake. Plasma because that would snake. sound stupid. But they have someone oh, and named the others Decoy don't? Octopus. Oh, of course the others don't. Are you implying Naked Snake is a dumb name? <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on Hit Point Pals. You can find all of our episodes on the web at hitpointpals.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash hitpointpals. Drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're enjoying our weekly chats, give us a shout out. Let your friends know. Hit Point Pals is a collaboration between me, William Suit, Rebecca Markley, Caleb Warwick, and Travis Lean, who also edits and mixes the show.
How's that Brito, my dude? Oh, dude, it was, it's so good. I still have another half. Ooh. So I'm so excited. Deal it. <laughs> You're sitting there like, oh, yeah. Oh, here mm. we go. I'm about, mm. to, I'm about to go all in on this burrito. I'm about to pop off right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to eat out this burrito. Say, Wait a minute. Oh, no. Hold on a damn minute. Wait a goddamn second there, pal. Hold on, buddy. Use protection when you eat Brito. <laughs> Why would I ever use protection eating a burrito, dude? <laughs> Get some gloves. I'm like, mm, gotta be, gotta be careful. Don't want to break that two-hour rule. Ooh. I'm gonna go grab a drink. I'll be right back, my dude. Why aren't you <gasps> gonna get a burrito? Oh, a liquid burrito. And I'm back. Hello, Bravis. Hello, Bongo. <laughs> hey, that's not even close to my name, bud. <laughs> Hello, Youngus. <laughs> youngus? I call my dog Little Chungus. <laughs> His name's Chuck. He's a small boy. Hello, Chuckford. His name is Charlie. He has so many nicknames. I am... This burrito is like... Calling my name right now. Oh my god, it smells so good. I got a chicken I burrito. Like huh? Said I don't like that. <laughs> no, it's like literally calling my name right now. It's like, Caleb. Like, this burrito is fucking talking to me, Travis. Like, yeah, I don't like that. It's sentient. 